Hello, you beautiful you. Thank you for being here with me on another episode of You Did It, the podcast. I'm so pumped because today is one of my favorite days of the year, Halloween, and I'm going to be talking to one of my favorite people. I'm about to have a conversation with someone so dear to my heart, and I'm telling you when I first met her, it was like instant gravitational pull towards this person. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. There is something so special about her. She has the it factor. She is it and she exudes it and you can feel it. There is something so magical and mesmerizing about her. I call her the blonde goddess for a reason. She is my husband's best girlfriend and that's how we met. And when I finally got to meet her in person, I was like, wow, Jessica Sipos. She is one of my best friends, and I can't wait to dive into this combo with her because if you don't know this woman yet, you need to know her, and hopefully this conversation will help you get there. She is not only a mother of two beautiful, amazing young babes and a loving partner and wife, she is a great friend. An actress and writer known for her presence across various film and television genres with a career on both sides of the camera. She's probably been on your TV and you might have seen her on shows like Chesapeake Shores, Legends of Tomorrow, Dark Matter, Winona Earp, and Ascension to name a few. And her performances have drawn viewers into thrilling adventures, whether in space or alternate realities, which we might tap into today on You Did It The Podcast with my guest, Jessica Sipos. The <laughs> Welcome to You Did It. And uh, I mean, you've done it twice. Giddy <laughs> wink, LOL. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but also like, you know, you did it. Um, guys, just for everyone listening, I just want to introduce you a little bit to one of my best friends, the goddess. <laughs> When I met her, it was through my husband. She is my husband's best girlfriend. And when did we meet? Like eight, like let's just say almost a decade ago. And I, I don't yeah. know. I can't explain it. Like I saw her and I like creeped her on Instagram. And like I have goosebumps right now for everyone <laughs> who can't see the video, but is like it's all over my body. And I was like, wow, there's something so amazing about her. And I couldn't put my finger on it. I was almost like... You know when you meet somebody and there's like an aura about them, but then you're also like, holy shit, like I need to know this person and like be around <laughs> them. But also like, wow, Th like it's like, yeah, I don't I, I could keep going off of this energy thing about you. But everyone, please meet Jessica Sipos. The Sipos. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. You know, it's so And I funny. hope whoever's listening. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, I'm cutting okay, you okay. off because hold on. I'm cutting you off because I hope whoever's listening that actually knows you knows what I'm talking about when they meet you. <laughs> <laughs> if those people are listening and you understand, please comment on this podcast. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take okay. it. Thank yeah, you. Anyway. But it's so, what's so adorable. I love this story. I remember because I met Ryan in acting class in Toronto. And we right. were both living in Toronto, obviously. And then when I moved back to Vancouver and I just remember Ryan meeting you and he was like, she's it. She's it. I met her in acting class and she's it. And I was like, no way. I can't wait to meet her. And it was the same thing. Are I you met serious? you and I was like, the one thing I love about you so much is <laughs> I always say this. I'm like, you liberate other people to be their authentic self. And I oh my God. love that so much about you. 
bitch. I'm so, I just put mascara on today for you. I'm not gonna, now, you're trying, now you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> like, actually, oh my god. I love you. You're so, I feel, oh my God, I love you. I, I'm honestly covered in goosebumps. Like guys, this is what, I haven't seen Jess in so long and I'm like crying. So. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, makeup, makeup. There is no fucking <laughs> Um, But babe, like, thank you for being here. I, when I started this podcast, you literally were on my hit list of people to reach out to immediately. I think I've told you this before. Um, not just because you did it and have two kids, but even if you didn't, you would be on here because you do everything and you are so good at everything. And I'm always, you know, I'm always calling you. I'm always texting you when I can to be like, yo, what's up? How's life? Like, let's parlay information. Like, let's rise up. Yes. But you're such an extraordinary being. Um, oh. I mean, where did that come from? Where did it start? Let's talk about you. Like Ooh, the origin story. Yeah. So what is the etymology of the Sibos? Like the Sibos. <laughs> why? This is such a fucked up question. Why are you the way you are? <laughs> like, <laughs> why? you know, like what are some core values you can kind of wow. like tell us about that? Maybe yeah. now looking back in your life, being a mom and stuff, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, this is what makes me rad and makes me cool that I want my children to maybe have. Yeah. It's so fascinating because having children, obviously I am so drawn to psychology. Like why are we the way we are? What are our learning traits? What's just innately in us? Yeah. And I see these videos all the time, which is so wildly helpful, like scrolling through social media about again, child psychology. Yeah. And there was one that surfaced the other day that was like, if you're upset, like, you have five minutes to deal with your emotions and then we're going to find a resolution. And it's so fascinating because I remember my mom <laughs> always did this. She didn't have time. She had, and I say that lovingly, like we had yeah. so many people in our family. I have four older brothers plus another like faux four older brothers that were in my life, uh, right. in and out of our house. And I was the youngest and the only girl. So there was a lot of masculine, uh, traits and energy, which I naturally took on. And I say that in, I feel like a lot of masculine traits, in my opinion, are the do, 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 achieve, achieve, sure. work, hustle. And like, not that yeah. women don't have that, but you know, I've learned masculine, feminine, leaning into my feminine is resting and, you know, yeah. nurturing and um, relationships. Which you like, you have so much femme energy. Like yeah. It is, it, I literally, I call you the blonde goddess, like amongst everyone I talk to and that don't even know you. I'm like, yeah, my friend, she's a blonde goddess. Like, look at her. And I always pull up your IG. I'm like, look at her. And they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, but you have, like, that's the thing. You exude such like a femme, yeah. like beautiful, like yin and yang balance. And I've always loved, I think that's what it is. Like, I'm just so like, God, I sound like, hi, Ryan, I'm I obsessed it. with that. <laughs> But it, it's true. Like you, it's kind of nice that you grew up that way, right? Like you had all yeah. these like bros around you and you were the youngest and you popped out and, but you, but you still own your shit. Like mm -hmm. you have a crossbow, you go fishing, but at the same time you yeah. can rock a gown and you have long, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful hair and a face <laughs> and an aura. So it's, you do have this amazing balance, but I'm always just like, Jess, like, tell me more. Like, where do you think, like, growing up, like, did you ever, 
did you ever tap into the idea of like, oh, I'm going to have a family. I'm going to not have a family. If I want a family, I want it to be massive. Yeah. Uh, again, since I came from such a big family, I was like, I want five kids. I wanted what five? I had. I was like, yeah, I want, I want a fleet. I want. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. You know, I, I always joke and say that my childhood was like Lord of the Flies, like pecking order. And, and I say that in the, I can't believe we're all still alive. And because with that many boys, like the things that we did, I'm like, I actually, if my child did that, I would be mortified and livid and be like, you could have died. Um, Done what? Give me an example. Oh Tell us gosh. what you're talking about here. Cause I feel like I have a parallel oh. story somewhere <laughs> in my pocket, but what's one of your things? I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be everywhere. My brothers are going to be like, why did you tell them that? We, I mean, like we <laughs> will edit it out. <laughs> my Kidding. brothers love, we won't. <laughs> uh, one of my brothers works at Canadian tire and you're we like, let's blow stuff up. Like such a guy thing, right? We yeah. collected like a week worth of dog shit and we had tons yes. of German shepherds and we like, I held it up in the backyard and we had three tiers of property down to a lake. It was October and like blew up this massive, and I'm talking massive pile of dog shit that just went flying an acre over our house, covered the glass sun deck. Like, and my brother was a foot away from it when it exploded. (gasps) completely covered in impacted shit. October, my mom's like strip in the lake now. Oh my God. He showered so many times and we were like, you still have shit in your eyes and your ears. But like, he's so lucky that it didn't damage his eyes, anything. Yeah. Like he didn't get any weird shrapnel from whatever else you were blowing up in there. Oh yeah. And one of my other brothers was like, we should put it in tons of glass jars yeah. Uh, could you imagine? That's right? awesome. Yeah. Glass in your hair. Glass in your hair. Yeah. So, that sounds like a rock song. Glass in your hair. <laughs> poo in your eye. Blow shit up and don't uh, die. Dude. Like my mom grew up with like five older brothers too. Oh, so wow. It's funny because she has like long, long blonde hair, way longer than mine. And like has that feminine goddess quality about her. But again, yeah. was raised amongst all these men. And she's a complete badass. I mean, hey, if I have well, any attributes, I, I attribute that to my mom. I was just going to say, like, you are so lovely on your posts, like every Mother's Day or sometimes you just on her birthdays. I got to sound like such like I know everything <laughs> about you. I see you. But like you make such beautiful posts about her. And I think that's such a like I like I wish that my kid will do that for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's really lovely. But it goes to show, like, it's kind of nice to hear that because you you look at your life, you look at your parents, and if you have those guides in your life that are the guides for you that how you want to be, it does trickle down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shout out to Mama Sipa. Yeah, Mama like, Seeps. That's, that's so great. And, I mean, like, stepping into to who you are now, into motherhood, I mean, how was that journey for you? Like— Obviously, that's a you did it moment in your life, I'm sure, mm-hmm. twice. But what, how did it all go down? Like, I mean, you have a husband, he's lovely. Mm-hmm. We all know Nick. And if you don't know Nick, <laughs> you guys should know Nick. Um, but, you know, when did that moment of mental conception happen for you guys to like take this path? Was it? This is a funny story. Was it story. one of those stories? Okay. It's a funny <laughs> okay. story. I was like, 
about to go away to Maine to film a movie. And I was like, you know, it's funny. We've been married a long time. Uh, and we haven't talked about kids, you know, Nick opened two businesses. We've been so busy hustling. And I was like, I, I wonder when that feeling is just going to come up that neat feeling of like, let's start a family because we've been pressured for a while. Yeah. I feel like you get married right. and people just anticipate you're going to have children right away. But we got when are you younger. pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. next? What's next? Yeah. And, um, the annoying question. Yeah. And I had that thought and I was like, huh, so interesting. Hopped on a flight, went to Maine. I shot a movie where I was pregnant and had to give birth in the movie. And I was filming with this, like, I'm, I swear this baby was like six days old, seven days old. Oh, wow. And my body changed. Like, that's not an exaggeration. Like, my boobs grew. I was like, oh my gosh, I would like hand this baby back to the mom and be like, what is going on? And I came back and I was like, I need to have a baby. I That's amazing. Yeah. <gasps> and once again, goosebumps, goosebumps <laughs> for all of you listeners. And you know? it was like, okay. <laughs> like there was no other That's conversation. So awesome. I was like, amazing. And then I just yeah. went down the, the rabbit hole of prepping, reading books, doing insane yes. amount of research, making my little yes. baby list of everything yes. I wanted. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I love this. I was like, okay, yes. well, there we go. <laughs> you did love it. And I think what was dope is watching you love it. Yeah. When it was my turn was kind of like I took a page out of your book where I was like, okay, this chick can do it. She's on set. She's still fucking working. Yeah. She has a great partner. They're hustlers. We're hustlers. Like the balance. It was nice to see the balance work out. Yeah. But I also loved, I also loved giving you gifts and like watch like oh my god I that's one of my favorite things for those of you guys who don't know me yeah like for people who don't know me I love giving people shit like (laughs) gifts whatever like I'll give you a foot massage but I think that's what I know (laughs) I think that was just so lovely that you how funny is that like you're like like you launch that rocket come home you're like let's do it and then was it easy for you guys like you know, did he stick it in and leave it in? And then you guys popped out a kid or like, I was like, was I it want more it so like, bad. Let me put my yeah. legs up in the air. <laughs> guys, guys, this is not, not the usual podcast. <laughs> yeah. And you did it. Yeah. Jess is like, I usually talk about acting when I do these things, but now we're talking about different things. Um, oh, I love it. You know, dude. it was, I think the first time was like a, um, like an early, early, what do they call it? Oh my gosh. Now I can't even remember where like you lose it on like day two of conception. Um, Oh yeah. I don't know what they call I know, that. I can't remember now. This is like maybe so TMI, but like, yeah, you have something happens and then you're kind of like, Oh, there's like maybe a little scampy in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, Oh yeah. I, and I, you know what? I was that person that was like fascinated by it all. Uh, I did the ovulation strips, checked my cycle because I was like, I don't know. I double ovulate too much info. Um, and so I was like, I want to know like when, what the F is going on with my cycle. Okay. And so I did like, you know, the cycle tracker, the ovulation strips and stuff. And, um, first one, you know, that happened. Second, I got pregnant with my son and I actually, (laughs) I flew away. I like yeah. ovulated and I was like, come on, we got it. Cause I fly out tomorrow. Flew out to Toronto yeah, yeah. to shoot a Christmas movie. And after like 
a week, sorry, I shot Jupiter's legacy actually first in a bathing suit. And I was like, yeah, I remember crazy. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember you were telling me that you were like, I was in a bathing suit. I was suit. in a bathing so I was like, suit. Oh. I was like <laughs> feeling good. I was in, felt like great about being in shape. And then yeah. I was like, well, I'm really bloated. Well, my boobs are hurting. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then wardrobe came for the Christmas movie I was doing right after in Toronto as well. And I was like, this is so interesting. And so, so, so not what I pictured. I'm going to do a pregnancy test. Um, and I went to bed that night and I had a dream that this like little boy came to me <gasps> in my dream. And I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I'm so pregnant. I need to go to Shoppers Drug Mart and get a pregnancy test. And I did. And I took it alone in this like random apartment uh, and I right. was pregnant. And I was like, oh my God, what do I do? I have to tell my husband over like the phone now. And like, I don't get to jump up and down with people in person. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and then it, I ended up having to text it to him because he was at a golf tournament and I was like, I suck when I'm Epic. so excited about not sharing news. So yeah, that was our first one. <laughs> oh my God. That's so cute. My brain just went to like, do you mail him the peace stick? Right. Yeah. Do you <laughs> like FedEx it, it to him? Make like... it special. Like all these adorable Instagram, like I'm pregnant. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, it'll be so yeah. fun to do. And I was like, I just can't. I'm so excited. You know, what's crazy yeah. when I was shooting that movie. Uh, two people, two males were like, yeah, just have this weird feeling. Like keep having dreams. You're pregnant and like weird active. And it was fascinating because later I read that, like what happens to men's testosterone, but because, you know, if you're yeah. not in film, the shooting schedule, you are with them all the time, like yeah. 18 yeah. hours a day. Yeah. So you're in very close proximity. Yeah, like I'm going to touch on, I'm going to just segue there. Like for all of you guys who don't really know what Jess just talked about there for two seconds is like, we're in the film business. Like you are on set, working, standing, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. But like yeah. as a performer, like this becomes your entourage, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're doing a movie or a series. So it's your sub and family. Go on, Jess. I just needed to expand. Yeah. Like yeah. The people like, you know, you guys need to know like you're in everyone's space all the time. So mm -hmm. That's, I mean, obviously if people are tuned in and tapped in, they could probably feel that shit. Yeah. And I was like, right? I hadn't told them yet. And I was like, and then the conversation on set just switched to everyone being like, do you want kids? Does so-and-so want kids? Like it was, the, uh, it was so, so fascinating. Awkward. And I was like, I do. <laughs> How funny is that shit? Yeah. Isn't that so weird? I had, I had an experience like that when I was, so I found out I was pregnant um, in like, I don't know. And I was shooting, I was like booked for three, just like you, like, yeah. here's a project. Cool. Move to the next, move to the next. And like you, I'm sure we, I'm, we're both pretty physical people. Like I like to do all my own action scenes yeah. where I'm physically allowed, uh, by choreo, by the stunt choreographer, um, coordinator. Sorry guys. Oh my God. <laughs> and, um, wow. Mom brain. Love it. And, uh, mom brain, mom brain. <laughs> I've had a morning, but, um, and I had to do something where I was like throwing my body on the ground and like literally they were like, OK, face plant and like, you know, hold a plank kind of thing on the on the ground. And I'm like, uh, double, double. <laughs> uh, where is my double? Yeah. And everyone's like, 
What? What's with this bitch? Like, she always does her shit. And it was so funny because I was like, oh, yeah, I just, my rib is, I think I just said something so stupid. Like, <laughs> my rib is out or like, I don't want to, something dumb. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, let's not deal with that. Yeah. But it's weird because you're like, when do you tell people? Like, perfect segue to like my next kind of question for you, right? Like, mm-hmm. when did you break it to your team? Like, because I'm sure mm. if I know you, we were... I'm going to just say, I don't want to speak for you, but you were kind of like, do I keep working? How do I keep working? Mm-hmm. What's the schedule going to be? Who's going to support? Like, what roles am I going to do? Like, yeah. how did that work with that side, the logistical side of our business? It's hard because I feel like I was always worried about when's the time going to feel right? And then I realized the time's never really going to feel right in our industry. True. And... So, you know, I took the leap, obviously got pregnant, so excited for myself, but it didn't mean that I didn't feel apprehensive to tell my team and be like, what does that mean for my career? What does that mean for jobs? Because as much as we don't want to discriminate against pregnant women, the reality is, what are you going to do for a wide shot when you're seven months pregnant? And it is just feasibly easier to not hire a pregnant woman. And I remember I got let go from a show because I was pregnant. So I did, you know. Awesome, guys. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Woo, get pregnant. Sorry, this isn't like to discourage you, but it was just the reality. No, I mean like awesome to the people that had to ditch yeah. you. Like way to go, guys. <laughs> Winning. I was like, you know, in some vein, I I understand because, okay, it is just easier. But, you know, it sucked. And that was just something I had to be okay with you'd have no other option. Yeah. And, um, my team was so supportive when I did break it to them. They were like, we're all for family. We're so excited for you. And that was such a relief. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, when I was pregnant in between, actually with Woods, it was fascinating because I gave birth to him a week into the pandemic when, everything shut down. Right. Yes. When yes, we were yes, in quarantine. Yes. Yes. So yes. it was this like magical little bubble for us. Yes. We were very fortunate. It felt yes. amazing. The world stopped. And I was like, oh, I don't have to deal with like FOMO and, and logistics. Yeah. Yes. And I cannot think about what I'm missing out on or if I should be, you know, getting ready to go back to work. It was, it felt like a little bliss bubble for us yeah. amongst the absolute chaos that was going on. Yeah. So very fortunate for that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then it was different with Drew for sure. Um, and in between Woods and Drew, I actually had a miscarriage a little bit later on. And, and that was tough because I got offered a job that was nine months long, all night shoots in Nova Scotia. And I was like, well, I can't really do that. I'm very physical. And I was like, it's early, but I, I do have to tell my team now. And, yeah. but the reality is, is, you know, I could miss Carrie, not that I wanted to bring that into, you know, the reality, yeah, but yeah. I, I did, I turned it down and then I miscarried like a week later. And, um, oh man, you know, that's just the reality of what can happen. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. And then withdrew, um, yeah, it was a bit different. And then I went back to work. With Woods, I actually shot almost until I was in labor, um, shooting out of a show. Yeah. I remember you doing that. I had, I was working with BB. Yeah. 
up until I was seven months. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're very lucky that we were able to do that. I think there's probably a lot of people out there being like, fuck you. You didn't have nausea. And oh, my God. I did stand on your feet. I remember you did. You were telling me. But, you know, but there was also still, you know, we're blessed enough that we could still do the work. Like, mm-hmm. God, there were some women that I've talked to that are like, I couldn't do anything. Like I had to take like early mat leave yeah. or there were complications and shit. And you're like, oh. That's a whole different I don't even, like, yeah. 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 Like, I don't even know how that would go down. But yeah, I had HG with Woods and I went on medication for it. And no shame in that. It was the only way I could manage. And I, I took like not a crazy medication. It was basically the antihistamine mm-hmm. and B vitamin. And it helped just enough, but it didn't stop it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was up until right after labor, I was sick with him. Like oh, all wow. throughout labor too, it was just nonstop vomiting. Woo. Um, <laughs> what did your uh, What did your Jessica Sipos re- research say about that? Did you like go to one of your books and you're like, "Baby boys making moms puke"? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you ever hear that shit where people are like, "Boys always make you more nauseous" or like, "Yeah," you know when people always say they're yes. like little tidbits of info. Oh my god! Yes. Do you did you like hit up a? Did anyone like tell you that was true or was it just? Did Drew do that to you? Drew wasn't as bad. I was actually pregnant with fraternal twins with Drew. And then I lost one along the way, uh, baby A. And I I got less Wait, sick. wait, 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 wait. Drew's a twin? She's a twin. <laughs> Guys, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And so I Did was- I not know that? No. no. You know, it's fascinating. <gasps> I was like quite violently sick and I was like, oh my God, I'm so pregnant with twins. And I got big fast and I was like, for sure, twins. I'm so sick. My my hormones were like, or the blood test was, you know, doubled. And yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. So we went in for an ultrasound and she's a fraternal twin, which again, I knew that I double ovulated. Uh, yeah. So I kind of anticipated and there's twins in our lineage like crazy. Right. Um, and then once I lost baby A, I felt a lot better and I actually came off of the medication wow. and I wasn't as sick. So I got to stop taking it, which oh, was that's great. Good. Yeah. Did you name baby A? Uh, Rowan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be Rowan. So Woods, Drew and Ro. Hey, Ro. Yeah. And like, I still, you know, I'm that person. I still feel her and I don't feel like I'm, you know, we're good at two. We're not going to have three, but had we had Rowan, it would have been like, I always thought, okay, after five, we're not going to do five. Um, (laughs) That's a lot now in this day and age. That's a lot of plane tickets. It's a lot. And like the rule with the hotel rooms, I didn't know about. (laughs) You told me that and I lost my shit. I'm like, Ryan, Ryan, (laughs) are you listening to this? And he's like, I had no idea. I had no idea. Listen, hotel chains out there, you know what you're doing to big families. Yeah. Let them stay in the same room, damn it. (laughs) Why do you need eight rooms? You know, like just let everyone cloister together and like camp out in your hotel room. Guys, if you don't know, just tell the public what what you learned about the hotel rooms. You're only supposed to have two children per hotel room, which is wild. Like, uh, and or you have to lie, like you know, my one of my brothers has like three kids, and I'm like, yeah, what do you put them in a suitcase? Do? Like you just like lie on your reservation and hope you don't get yeah. caught. But I think someone I knew got caught with three kids, and they were like, you have to. So they had to pay for a second hotel room, even though they didn't get it. Uh, I mean, that's when you just like teach your like train your kid like Hannah and like <laughs> teach them how to be quiet in like a confined space, and then 
<laughs> explode out when they're in the safety zone. Like, yeah. put them in a little carry-on luggage. <laughs> little duffel bag, baby. Oh my God. The shit my parents would do to us, though. Like, how many times did my parents sneak us across the goddamn ferry in, like, a fucking cooler box under blankets? Like... <laughs> If anyone knows so what I'm talking Coast. about, yeah, like if anyone knows, you know. you know, like I was like, why are we under this moving blanket in the back of the van? We're playing a like, game, honey. Shh. We're playing a game. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and eat your sausage, you know, sausage. Eastern Euro family vibes. Yeah. So or whatever Euro. we had back there. Sauerkraut <laughs> or like a cabbage roll. Pierogies. Oh my God. Love it. Yeah. A little pierogi. <laughs> This episode of You Did It, the podcast is brought to you by New Organics. They are in the market to create sustainable and ethically sourced clothing with a focus on merino wool as their hero fiber. Their collections include GOTS certified organic merino wool, merino silk, merino linen, merino tensile, knitwear, and accessories. They are long lasting and cozy and look so sleek with their classic timeless designs. So check them out at NUIorganics.com and use code you did it to receive 20% off at checkout. Check out the link in the podcast description. And now back to our show. Not to like segue to this topic, but when you had your miscarriage and then you also lost baby A, like how I did, I'm asking this of you because I know you can talk about it, but like how how did you deal with it? Like how was all of that in your system? Like did you mourn it? Did you, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what I would do because I'm also just a freak where I'm like, oh, great. Like, do we put it in like a little fucking formaldehyde jar That's on the what shelf? I was like, yeah, I was like, nobody tells you know. what you're supposed to what, do. What are you supposed to do? And <laughs> I, I laugh about it, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make it funny, but like in no, my I'm brain, I'm, I'm like, you. uh, cabinet of curiosity, yeah. like something's in the toilet. Like, <laughs> What do we hang? Do we hang out? Like Ziploc bag it? Like what the fuck? Like anyway, uh, I'm gonna get so much, so much scrutiny after this. I'm so sure. am I. Are, but, are you kidding me? No, no, no. But I was like, God, after. sorry guys. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but just welcome to my brain. Yeah, me, me too. I was shooting two shows actually at the same time. Yeah, and I had told no one on either show that I was uh, pregnant, and I was, you know, I, I was three months. And oh wow! Okay. So I had not told anyone, and right. my filming schedule was bonkers because they didn't. I didn't get to have like a travel day in between, so I would sometimes finish and then go immediately to uh, another location. We were shooting on the mm. island, and so it was a lot of travel. And when I started miscarrying, it was like, oh gosh, I can't remember, like a Wednesday, and I was like the weekend soon, right? Um, and so I actually passed uh, on Saturday at home, I, I came home oh, wow. and okay. it was like a whole day process. It was so violent for me. Actually. I was like, I would oh. way rather have given birth to my son all over again than because oh. my ho- whole body, it felt almost like a crazy little exorcism. It was all so fast and aggressive for me personally. Yeah. And yeah yeah past baby solo in my bathroom and I was like you know did you know it was happening yeah I did I called my doctor and I was like I'm getting bleeding and I bled with woods a little bit but uh, I have endometriosis okay and I was like "I'm, I'm getting bleeding but I don't think it's the same bleeding that I had when I was pregnant with woods right right and she was like 
okay. And I went in and saw her and she was like, I'm so sorry. I think you're actually starting to miscarry. She did an ultrasound and she's like, there's nothing really we can do. I, I hope that it doesn't, but you know, and sure enough, it just continued. And, um, so I knew it was coming and she was like, right. do you want to pass naturally? Do you want to take, you know, the, this pill and blah, blah, blah. Oh. And I was like, I feel like with my body, I would do better just trying to pass naturally. Right. So anyways, we came out and I'm just like, what do you do? What do you yeah. do now? What do you do Nobody now? Nobody talks about it or, you know, I never had come across that. I'm pretty sure I was yeah. like Googling too. And I never really came across <laughs> well, it. This is the scene, you guys. Jess just had a miscarriage by herself, Googling what to do. Like, what a shot. I'm kidding. But like, I was like, what, what do, do you do? do? What do yeah. you do with it? Yeah. yeah. And my doctor later was like, oh, you're supposed to bring it into the hospital. And I was like, whoa, oh. I didn't know that. And the other part oh. of me is like, maybe I should have planted it with like the Corinthian, the heart plant in our yard. Maybe yes. I, you know, I didn't yes. know what sure, to sure. do. Yeah. Um, and so that was a fascinating one. And uh, in hindsight, I was like, yeah, I wish I did plant it or something. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just like a moment of this is happening. It's happened. And we move forward, but it's okay for two realities to exist that this sucks. Yeah. And, um, I think then I got pregnant like the first cycle after. Okay. With the twins. Right. Okay. Interesting. I mean, I've heard that a lot with people having a miscarriage and then like their next round, they're kind of good to go. Like it just happens again. It happens fast. You know, it just sent my body like I had like so many reactions after the miscarriage because Mm. it is such a like quick dip of hormones. Yes. uh, Very different from like postpartum. Um, Yes. But yeah, so that was hard. And then I thought, you know, getting pregnant would be better. But because it was twins, it was just so much more aggressive in terms of like, and we're surging. And here we go. Here we go. So, I mean, how I'm sure Nick was the most amazing person in this situation, but like, did you guys, Mm -hmm. how did, how did that all work out? How was that dynamic with you guys? And like with work too, like, did you have to go back to set? Like, hi, Monday call time. Yes. Monday call time. I left Sunday night the next day. Great. And shot that week. And then I came home that next weekend and woke up at like 4am with the most aggressive cramps. And I was like, Whoa, something's not right. I live on an Island. So I was like, I need to catch the 5am ferry to go to the hospital and went. And they were like, you have a retained piece of the, you know, tissue, right? You need to have a DNC. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm filming. I can't, I can't. What's a DNC uh, for everyone who doesn't know? It's basically where they go up and it, they either suction or scrape the lining or cool. remaining tissue out. Right. And um, it's a procedure you go under uh, like a sedation, sometimes mm-hmm. general, Some you can choose not to. Mm-hmm. Um, but for it, it's most common that you do light sedation. Um, yeah. And I was like, I don't know when I'm supposed to do this. And I remember calling my agent being like, the hospital basically said, you cannot not do this. You have to do it this Friday. And I was, or sorry, they actually said I had to do it the next day. And I was like, I can't, I actually have all these scenes. Can we do it Friday? And because Friday was the day that it was a big group scene. And I was like, you know, that's the easiest to get me written out of is a big group scene. Guys, for the record, let's just talk about what a 
badass <laughs> boss babe Sipos is. Like, and for all of you women out there that have been experiencing work and pregnancy and miscarriages, like, kudos to you for fucking doing it. Like, Jess, I can't believe, sorry to interrupt, like, we're, I just have to stop because, like, the fact that we're just talking about this, like, like, like we're talking about, like, oh, I love your shirt. But, like, like, this is why I'm obsessed with you and why everyone needs to know you. Like, you're literally talking about having to go under right now, have your uterine lining sucked out of your fucking body to prepare you to, like, have your normal life again um, after a miscarriage and shoot a fucking movie where you're a lead in. Like. Guys, yeah, it was a bit bonkers. this is this is our life in the film bin, film business. It is but because like it's not so easy. We don't no. just get to call in sick and there's no sick day. And you know, then like the whole everything would have to come out and unravel. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. okay, Friday. So I remember calling my agent and I was like, they said I have to do it tomorrow, but can I do it Friday? I'm almost certain that's the easiest. We dealt with casting, we dealt with producers, cool. and we kept it hush hush. We didn't actually tell them. They just said I had to have a procedure. Great. So I show up. Monday. So I get the procedure Friday, show up Monday and they're like, Hey, how are you doing? We heard you had to have a procedure. Hope all is well. I'm like, yeah, it's great. So we continue later at lunch, uh, producers and writers come up and they're like, Hey, again, nobody knows that what I had done or that I was pregnant. Right. Writers are like, Hey, so there's something really that we would love to incorporate into your story this season. Um, you're going to have a miscarriage. And what I remember it was one of those moments where you just kind of do this and you're like, do they know? Do they know? Dude, this and, goes back to your other story. Yeah. And it was very like art imitating life because yeah. I had already incorporated that my character had endometriosis. Now I had never been public. I told no one I had endometriosis. I got you it when are I was now. so young. <laughs> they wrote that into my story. That's creepy. Well. So I was like, fascinating. So anyways, difficulty conceiving a lot of women uh, have with endometriosis. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, finally, there's a higher percentage of miscarriage when you have endometriosis. So they wrote that my character had a miscarriage and the producer went on to say it was very important. You know, people they knew had miscarriages and they thought it was a really important thing to shed light on. And right. I was like, I, I agree with you. Didn't tell them. We continued. I shot those scenes. I had like a crying scene. Man, I was like so proud of myself that day. It was so cathartic in a way. Good, good. But they didn't know. Um, yeah. And then I told them after and they were like, we had no idea. White faced. You tapped into method vibes there. Yeah. Just like you totally Jeremy Stronged yourself, didn't you? The director had to walk off set. Like everyone wow. was crying. I was like, you know, it, it can be very power- powerful. Yeah. So yeah, it was very cathartic. But I think what's beautiful is that like you were still able to perform and I hate kind of saying it with like you're Mm -hmm. a performer, but we are and stay cool, calm and collected about it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what I love about you, too, is you're so fucking grounded and you have so much clarity. And I Mm -hmm. that shows also in your performances as an actor. And man, what that's wild. Like, I didn't know the details of that. Like, that's thank you for sharing all of this, by the way. Like, so TMI. I love TMI. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) This is the TM. I should have called this podcast TMI. I'll leave and be like, oh, my God, I overshared. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, hey, girl, legs up in the air. That's not that bad. But like, let's just remember that you're already a mom, too. 
Yeah. You already have woods at this point. You're dealing with woods. You're dealing with work. You had the miscarriage. You're putting it into your work now too, LOL. So then, okay, cool, Mm -hmm. cool. Like you did it. Number two happens. The twins are there. Baby A, Roro, we love you. And then Drew pops out and like, is she post-COVID baby-ish? Like, are we talking like, was it more open? 2022. And then, so work is back in action. So like, you haven't stopped. Like, no, I took, I took a break. You know, I got pregnant while I was shooting that season. And when I yeah. finished that, I took a break because my body was having a hard time after losing baby A. I just yeah. flared. I was having so many allergies. Yeah. Um, my body was exhausted. And so I took a break until the following season. Cool. And, uh, I went back to work. I think I came in for a day when she was like, a week old or 10 days old. And then wow. I came back for a week and a half. And then I went back and we shot the remainder of the season for like, you know, two and a half months, three months. And shout out to my incredible husband, because when I'm working, he takes time off and watches the kids. So he comes, everyone comes with me. Yeah. I was literally going to ask, what are the logistics around that? And you only have two little amoebas. Yeah. So how do you guys navigate this? Like he is also a busy working man. He has a chiropractic yeah. clinic. Everybody, if you don't know, um, Dr. Lenvoy, check him out. But he has to be present with his people like you have mm-hmm. to be with yours. So how do you navigate that with your babies? Like, who, do you have it's a nanny? Do, does he no. just nanny? Is he the manny? Yeah. Calling the grandparents? Like, what's yeah. the situation? You know, I feel so grateful now to the, the like, village showed up. Good. My village showed up. And it, that's I mean, I'm sorry feeling. I couldn't. <laughs> no, but, like, in the sense of we live on an island. It's not yeah. that easy. We have great friends, but we live on an island. I don't live there. <laughs> I would live there with you. Yeah. No, move here. But yeah, so Nick, every time I film, he takes the time off and, you know, his patients don't love it, but he, you know, he gets to spend time with the kids and I shouldn't have to feel bad about that. And also I feel thankful that they get time with him to bond with him because he hustles when I'm not working. I'm with the kids full time. Yes. And then when they go to sleep, we're hustling on our projects. So, you know, I feel like you can have it all, but you have to sacrifice sleep because there's only so much time. And like, I'm in that phase where I'm like, you can fucking have it all. Like you can do it. You can bake that cake, have that cake, eat that cake, share that cake, (laughs) make another cake while you're doing all of that. (laughs) Yeah. We like, we're like throw more on our plate. Why not? We're crushing it. But, um, yeah. And then like occasionally if like, one of us can't and it's last minute and I have to go in for a meeting or something or a day, we'll have like a sitter come in. I did have, you know, on two, one project I needed, uh, help because Nick couldn't take the time off. So we did have a nanny come in, but the kids were with me, but it's tough. Like, you know, I told you, it's just, I don't know. I feel like I say this all the time. The best gift you can give your child is a regulated nervous system. Nick and I, have our children benefit so much from that from us yeah and I'm just it's hard to find someone that is capable of having that you know like I want the people yeah of entering your family and being that other pillar yeah of support for them anyone there around like yeah I I get it now being a parent I only 
like, I want to be careful, very careful and concise with who my children are around and what they take in from these other people. And if they're around someone who's dysregulated, someone who, you know, doesn't have their shit together or X, Y, Z, or they're young, no, no shame, but, um, you know, my priority is my kids. So if that means that we have to take time off, if we have to, you know, sacrifice, sacrifice, but it also is, you know, a luxury to watch our kid. That word like kills my soul. Kind of yeah. like the word geriatric pregnancy. I know. I put it in quotes for anyone listening. <laughs> well, we have words sacrifice in quotes because that's just what everyone, I guess, yeah. t- like calls it. Yes, I understand. It's very tough. And I mean, we, I'm just going to put us both in this box. I feel, and like our family's in the same box for a second. I think we have parallel um, like ideas. Mm-hmm. Per, per, perhaps and like visions of how to cultivate our kids mm-hmm. um yeah and those visions and those ideas are not really widely available like no, i've interviewed not. nannies i've interviewed babysitters for our kid nova and like god man sometimes i'm sitting there i'm like why are you on your phone mm-hmm. i said no phones in the house like yeah I, yeah I like no offense to the people that have to do this with their kids but like nova does not have an ipad or an iphone yeah. Um, she's only two, but I've seen it happen. So I feel you or like those people that just come in and they're almost just, like, I've had a girl that came into our house who was like a zombie, like, or like when it becomes a job, like when it's a paid job and they're not invested in your child or, or yeah. really interacting with your child. Yeah. I'm like, how is that? What is that teaching my children? That's what I mean. Yeah. What is more important than being in actual reality, right? In person. Yeah with them. And yet they're not important enough to get off their phone. So, you know, again, shout out to grandparents, my mom, Nick's mom who come out as well. And and then again, that like mom guilt is relieved because they, what is so bad about them forming a relationship with their grandparents? Like that's beautiful. I think it's amazing if they can have that. I never really had that. All of my grandparents were kind of dead. And then we, we grew up with my one Oma who was like, you know, whatever, bless her soul. She dead too now. But like, she never spoke English. She cooked us food and shit. But like, you're kind of just like learning super old school stuff from them, yeah. which is cute. Yeah. But then, and you know, like I learned a language from her. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. But it's, casual. I think now, yeah. And now it's just kind of like <laughs> casual, you know, just dropping in and there guys bilingual. <laughs> I think that's important by the way. Um, but um, yeah, it's, I think, I think what's really cool is that you have that luxury and I call it a luxury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have that luxury-ish too. Like my in-laws just literally flew out yesterday. Mm-hmm. My mom's a two-hour flight away. But it's it's really tough because you're like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna be um, probably having this conversation with more guests on the show, but I love hearing your insight on it because also you're remote. You know, you're not in a major mm-hmm. city. You know, who can you trust? Who can you bring in? Absolutely. Who's available? It's And who's going to work with our wacky schedule? Yeah, like that's, that's the, the other thing. thing it's not too. nine to five. No, it's like, hey, hey, Sandra, yeah, 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 or hey, you know, whatever your name is, I need you here tomorrow from just for two hours. Like, I have a self tape or something weird. Like, yeah, it's weird. It's crazy. So, I know you got to go soon, and I don't want to keep you any longer um, because. Let's get real, girl. You busy? You have two <laughs> kids. You're probably like working on a project right now that you have to prep for, but. If, you know, if you could give our viewers some sort of, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm sorry. We have a guest. Oh, <laughs> oh do you want to come say hi to Auntie Jess? 
Do you remember Auntie Jess? We remember no. we played with Woods and Drew. <gasps> Can you say hi to her in the microphone? Hi. Say hi. you did it. I did it. Say you did it. I did it. Okay, you did you it. You did it. Um. Oh my God. Hi, babe. How's your, your face feeling? Okay. Voice. Oh, her little puffy lip. Oh, Guys, sorry. I, earlier I said I had a morning, and I had a morning because. Um, Little BB over here um, smashed her face on her toys. You want headphones? Okay. Well, why don't we share mine? So, Jess, segueing back to you. Yes. You want to hear Jess? Uh, so, if you can leave some pieces of advice for everybody. Oh, are you going now? Okay. Okay. So, going back from your experiences, I know you have so much more to talk about. And, you know, we'll uh, we'll have you back on my next podcast called TMI. Um, <laughs> oh my god yeah don't forget to find our only fans um fuck that'd be amazing but um but no it wouldn't so if you could embark some of your wisdom you're a young mom i mean you're mm-hmm. you've got so much ahead of you still but in your like intense experiences of your journey of parenthood but also You know, for all the people out there that aren't parents yet or just people that maybe just have kids in their lives, what are maybe three things that you've learned that are like the hacks or the things to like stay away from? Oh, the hacks. (laughs) I don't know if this is a hack, but I think my mindset going into it was why do we look at it as being limiting? That was a big one. It's societal. I uh, like ideas felt like it was so limiting that once you become a mom, it means this, this, and this. And it felt also limiting instead of expansive. And that's the word that I use so much in motherhood in every sense, physically, mentally, (laughs) emotionally, like expansive. Yeah. I mean, my pants expanded a few sizes. That's for sure. So did my bra. Yeah. And my feet. (laughs) Like, yeah. Bless True. The, the yeah. chest. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bless. Yeah. Everything was expansive. And that meant that, yeah, I felt more in tune with myself, better at my craft, like my work excelled. Um, and so as much as I thought it would take a hit, like everything got better. Awesome. Um, and same with like being in tune with myself and learning about myself and mothering my inner child. Like everything just Aww. really can't, it was so beautiful. And I think it's the most incredible experience. And so the like negative connotation that I feel like being a mom can have, yeah, it can be exhausting, but like it's magical. Um, yeah. and again, expansive, that, that was the thing. The other thing, trust your intuition. Intuition. Trust it. Even if you yeah. don't have facts for it or whatever to validate it, trust your intuition and don't get that confused with conditioning, whatever conditioning you grew up with. Ooh. Your gut intuition. That's huge. Yeah. If you're trying to find the facts to validate that intuition that's so strongly there week after week, that intuition is enough. Yeah. What's your favorite like toy that you really are like... First thing, like, what's the thing that you need? I, I'm going to do a shout out. Love Every is like the greatest thing for us. Yes. Truly. And I don't, I don't just like casually throw that out there. It is like the best. Like I just swapped their toys around yesterday and they're fixated. They love, like, they're really amazing toys developmentally. They've done the work. Guys, if you don't know them, um, I'm going to tag, tag them, um, 
yeah, we have yeah. them too for BB. They are wonderful. They're like Montessori style, mm-hmm. wood, fine. Yeah. And they don't really get old. No, they don't. They're amazing. The only thing that gets old is obviously like the play mat. Yeah. That was the yeah. only thing. I'm like, yeah. you obviously can like roll around now and walk. So like you don't need the play yeah, mat. Over. We donated ours. But dude, yeah. that's true. I love that. Yeah. And then I, I think it. like I'll pass on my mom's little saying that she always said is this too shall pass. She said that about everything. But in motherhood, yes. this too shall pass. They go through a regression and you're exhausted and tired and not sleeping. This too shall pass. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I call that the upload <laughs> or yeah. the download. I remember we were talking about that the other day. I'm like, your baby's uploading to a new yeah. ISO yeah. system. I'm so like, sleepy, but yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so I always choose connection. Always favor connection over anything else with them. I love that. Those are my, my little bloop. <laughs> um, guys, do you know why I'm obsessed with this woman now? I hope you are too. Um, Jess, thank you so much for being here with me today. I mean, I wish I could talk to you every day all the time and just like hang out with you and have a coffee and shoot the shit. It happens. Like it happens telepathically in my mind, but it will happen one day in the flesh. Guys, please give her a follow on Instagram. You can find her at Jessica R. Sipos. I'll link it here in the description for you. Um, is that your handle for Twitter and like all the other shit it out is. there, like Facebook? Everything. She's like yeah. across the board, Jessica R. Sipos. Yeah. Um, check her out in her new movie coming out this November. Um, mistletoe connection. Connection. How ironic. <laughs> and one of her tidbits was connection. Right. So, so I'm such a <laughs> dork, but I love all this shit. So, guys, please give her a follow. Um, it was so wonderful to have you talk about all these personal things with us. I know it is sometimes hard and it's, I do hope that whoever listens to us today, maybe who knows, like maybe it'll help them in some way and maybe it'll put a smile on their face. Yeah. Maybe you feel less alone. Yeah. You know, other women go through this and it's not easy. And again, two realities can exist. It's okay for it to be shitty, but a lot of people experience it. And we've learned lessons too, like don't blow up big wads of dog shit with glass or shrapnel and stand a foot away from it. And if you're pregnant and doing a test by yourself, make sure you FedEx the pee stick to your partner <laughs> or something. Nick was like, I had the shittiest game of golf ever after that. Shout out to you, Nick. I'm sure I'm sure Ryan can't wait to get on the green with you soon yeah. when we see you, buddy. Oh, my God. Well, give your family a big hug and a kiss from us. Um, we love you. I'm so grateful you were here and spending your morning with me. But um, guys, give her some love on social. Give this podcast some love and we will catch you next week. If you've been listening to this entire episode, you can tell that I am obsessed with Jess. Jess, I just want to say thank you for your transparency and your honesty during our conversation today. As you heard, she is one of my best friends. And even though I don't get to see her on the daily, weekly or even monthly, I'm glad we can always pick up where we left off. So if you guys can do me a favor, head over to her Instagram, give her a follow and some love at Jessica R. Sipos. And then if you have time, don't forget to rate this podcast, share it, download it, review it. And of course, give it a follow so we can keep the momentum going and I can bring amazing guests on the show. Catch you guys next week. And thank you so much for your support because you did it. Ha, 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 ha.